Savvy Geeks Podcast is a podcast where geeks link up to talk about sneaker releases, music, business tips, and more. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Sharday and Musa. Hey, so you decide to come back for episode two. I see you. Look at me assuming this may be your first time. So um, we got a special guest in the studio today. Um, we're going to let her introduce herself. You feel me? And if you want to be a special guest, um, email savvygeeks at gmail.com and we'll check you out. Hey, it's your girl Karma. I'm here with Savvy Geeks. Tomorrow, June 1st, Tiana Taylor's Air Jordan 1 will be releasing. Me personally, it's not a cop, but I will cop it for a collector's item. What about you, Karma? Cop or not? No, it's it's just ugly to me. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's something about it that just makes me, like, I wouldn't even touch the shoe. Yeah, see, and the thing, because I'm a fan of the ones. It's just this one that I'm just... It's not doing it for me, um, but I am a Tiana Taylor fan. So f- with that being said, that's why I said I will purchase it just to show my support as far as being a fan of Tiana Taylor. Um, the Tiana Taylor shoe, it it looks all right. Um, it looks like it will be a collector's item, very much so. Definitely think it'll be a collector's item type shoe. Um, only thing is, I don't like the Zoom platforms. Um, all the shoes look long like boats with the Zoom platforms. I think they're probably trying to go to a more fancier style of shoe. As you see lately, the exotic shoes are wide and long. So, that might be the look and feel that they're trying to go for, but it still looks like a long shoe. So... But other than that, um, definitely, definitely going to be a flip. I can tell you that. So, Karma, I'm curious to know, when did you get your first pair of J's and what type of J's were they? I remember they were red and black. I just don't remember what kind they were, but I know I lost them. You lost? How, like, so um, that's a, a great, <laughs> great topic. Um, how do you lose a whole pair of Jordans? <laughs> okay, so um, I was staying at someone's house and they were sitting next to their bed. And I still think to this day that they stole them. But, <laughs> but they were sitting next to someone's bed. And one day I go to put my shoes on and I'm like, where's my shoes? And then she's like, oh, I don't know. Well, they were sitting right there a few days ago. So I'm like, okay. And I decided to look under her bed. I don't even think I would be able to see the shoes under that bed. But I did not find them anywhere. And I was so distraught. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that, that does, I'm, I'm sad listening to that. Cause a whole pair of Jordans that's missing on top of have, having to hear the person's mouth who purchased the shoe. I definitely understand that. Yeah. Who got, um, who bought you your first pair of J's? My father. Your dad. That's interesting. That's that's funny <laughs> because he's he's just now. I feel like is becoming a sneakerhead, so that's what makes it really funny. <laughs> this week's business tip is not a business tip. It's more of a how to how to get into the IT field.
I feel my husband is qualified to talk about how to get an IT field because he currently works in IT field himself. Episode 2, you're being blessed with story time. Find out how Musa and I met. Before we get started with story time, I want to give a huge shout out to Kadeen and DeVille Ellis, the authors of We Over Me. Reason being, we're going to take the concept that they did within their book, which I'm going to say it is a great read. Go ahead and check it out for those who are married, looking to be married, or even if you're not a fan of marriage, I would even still say just check out the book. But back to the matter at hand, in that book, they share their different stories and um, different topics from each other's point of view and summarize at the end. So as you see, I'm introducing Musa, my husband, um, and sharing the story from how we met from my point of view. He's going to do the same. And yeah, so I just want to give shout outs and kudos to them. Also, if you're noticing and if you have an ear like I do, that you notice a change in my voice. Um, within recording, I got a little sick, so I do apologize and please bear with me and my voice. Um, if it's um, if it's bothering you, give me a little cringe. I do apologize. I'm um, I'm sipping on my tea as I'm recording, drinking plenty of water. And if you're listening, please say say a little prayer for me. You know what I'm saying? And and, and if <laughs> I'm laughing, jokes, sort of kind of serious. Say a prayer for me if your heart is in a pure place. You know. Please and thank you. Musa and I met over 10 years ago. Um, I was a part of a car club and he was best friends with the president of the car club and I was acquainted with the first lady and that's how we crossed paths or whatever, knew each other. Um, back then, during that phase in my life, I was a part of the LGBTQ community and I had a girlfriend. And um, I didn't know Dale, like, like as far as like having a conversation with him. I just knew of him, and what I knew of him and saw of him, as like I, just, I like the way he carried himself. You know, I didn't see him with. I just like the way he carried himself. It, to me, when I saw him, it was like a mystery, a question mark. It's like some bottom. <laughs> if you're a Tyler Perry Medea fan, you get that reference. It's some bottom. I don't know, but it's some about this cat. I, I'm kind of feeling him. I'm digging him. You know what I'm saying? And my joke to my girls used to be like, let me, let me get a man like Dale, like this gay wear, be gay wear. Cause like I said, again, I didn't know Dale from a can of paint. It was just my assumptions. And I assumed that he was a good dude. Um, (laughs) after being married to him now going on two years, he is a good dude. My assumptions, I want to say were correct. My husband is a great dude and I thank God for him every day. I just want to share this disclaimer with you all. For the longest, I was nervous to do a podcast and really put myself out there because let's be let's be honest. When you do a podcast, you put yourself out there. You put yourself on front street. You put yourself out there to be scrutinized in a negative and positive way. So I say that to say, with me doing this now, I don't have that same mindset. I'm okay with what's going to come negative and or positive. Um, anything that I share, there's no shame in my game. Um, I've been there. I went through it. I got through it. I'm still going through it and still working to get through it. So I just want to share that. Like, yes, I was um, part of the LGBT community, did have girlfriends, did some of the, <laughs> whoo, like I'm saying, I, my life, I'm very transparent with my life because my life is a testimony. I'm still living the testimony. And I want to give the real of my testimony from the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so that's why there's no shame in my game. So 
no, I, I, I'm okay with sharing it. And my thing too is you can share my story from hearing this. If you got, if you have comments, opinions, good, bad, negative, indifferent, share it. Cause share it. Just let's talk about it. Comment below, like, comment, subscribe. Like, let's talk about it. All right. Well, the wife, mm, she's an IT professional. I give it to her. Mm, she asked me a lot of questions. Um, I am humbled by the accolades that she gave me. Um, but she's qualified to talk about it as well. As long as anybody that is in the IT field is qualified to talk about IT. Um, but, hey. I can give you some faster ways to, you know, get into the field. You're not going to like it, but it is the faster and the most efficient way to get into the IT field. Mm. How we met. It's funny. It's very much so funny because, you know, she's talking about, oh, guy like him. First of all, yeah, I was courting a lot of different women. Uh, one and I had to keep my what I was doing you know my business so I kept it my business and I kept it respectful because I had a little girl already so she don't need to see daddy with Susie Ann and Tiffany and shit so I did the respectful thing I courted but I courted Outside of times I had my, my babies. Um, but when I met my wife, she actually asked, was asking me an IT question. Talking about, hey, how do... I mean, the, the, the not the first time. Because the first time I met her, we just was talking and, you know, she was like one of the homies. And that was it. Um, but... When we when we met the first time, like on a different journey, that was it was it was weird and it was different. She she pushed up on me real tough, you know. Gave first asking the IT question, saying, "Hey, how she can get, you know, better in the IT field or something like that." It, it was it was cool, but showed me what she could do basically. Gave me some real game, you know, on, on on certain things. But she was a friend. She came, you know, she... she. I'm just going to say she had some game. Let's go ahead and say what it is. Shit. Um, got me to break down my wall, even though I was getting out of a situation. Mm, not getting out. I was out of that situation. Um, so... She, at the particular time in my life, she was there to feel the things that I didn't have and I didn't know how to get. I'm not even going to lie. He got me feeling myself right now. But back to the matter at hand. How to get into the IT field. And I'm going to give you the steps how I did it. The first thing I did was I went to Year Up Atlanta. That is Year, Y-E-A-R, Up, U-P. 
and they are located throughout they have so many locations so look up Europe I'm pretty sure there is a location near you if you don't have a Europe in your area look up Perscolas that is P-E-R-S-C-H-L-O-A-R-S now I believe I spelled that wrong but the awesome thing about Google there's a spell check so we'll correct your spelling and also look up ACI Learning ACI Learning that is not a free program like Europe and Perscolas but they do have scholarship opportunities, and I was a recipient of the scholarship opportunity for the security program. If you are not a fan of going to school and you want to start, like you like Charday, I'm not ready to, you know, full-fledged to change my life around. I got kids, or you just got stuff going on to where you just can't dedicate your life to going to a program. But one thing I do want to say about these programs, I do know definitely for ACI and for scholars, they do have virtual options and evening options. So I just want to put that out there. Don't just cut yourself short or stop because you feel like there may be a roadblock. There may be a roadblock, but there may be a solution, temporary solution. It just, just don't stop your dream. If you want to get an IT, you can get an IT. And that is correct. The best way to get in IT is just do it like Nike say, you know? IT is nothing but learning. And if you're not learning, if you're not willing to learn or continue to learn, you're going to be at the bottom of the total pole. That's why it's not about the degrees. Yeah, the degree will open the door for you. Like, they'll look at the resume and be like, oh, this, this person has a degree. Okay. But I, at the end of the day, search do the same thing. It just opened the door for you. Now, actually understanding it is the thing. So a lot of people don't understand computers and, and, and scientific notations and certain things like of such. Or how to go ahead and put codes together to go ahead and make a script. You know, But you can learn that. We have so many free tools out here, like YouTube is the biggest free tool. I don't know why people don't look at YouTube University and get their stuff. Hell, on YouTube, they got learning from MIT. So, hey, you got free classes that you can go to just to learn, Just even if you just want to learn the, 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 the educated process behind it. There's so much out here in that's how you know who's really actually in it and who's really learned from it and who's really willing to understand it because the people that's good at IT are the people that self-taught. And I was self-taught, so, um, but then I learned the correct way of doing certain things. So you can call me a, a white hat, but I definitely wear the gray hat a lot of times too. In my opinion, if you're looking to get into the IT field or coming back to the IT field, I believe you should start in the help desk technician role. I agree with Musa. In that role, you can get a full understanding of the basic foundation. I don't care how many certifications you have, how many programs you go to, degrees, none of that. You can have all that knowledge, but do you really understand? Can you perform on the job? Do you have imposter syndrome? Like, that is really important, and I believe being in that help desk role, 
you can gain that full understanding. And by that, I mean, so boom, this is how a day-to-day look look like in the help desk role. And these type of calls you will get. So you're the point of contact. You are the first point of contact for, in, in my experience, it could be internal customers or external customers. And by internal, I say that, for example, you work for Sprint. And Sprint employees are calling you. For example, the people that works at the locations to where you go in to buy a phone or the employees that work at the call center. They're calling you for A, password resets, B, their email, certain, certain software on their computer is not working, their printer is not working, um, their, um, the, the software on their, like things, those are examples of calls that you may get. And with those different calls, for example, passwords, resets, those are really simple. You just verify the user and you reset their passwords to the complexity, which is eight to 10 characters, uppercase, lowercase, number, and a special character. But some some issues may be complex. For example, if the user can't access the application, the application is Microsoft Outlook. That's complex within itself because there'd be there could be a thousand and one reasons why their Microsoft Outlook isn't working. One of the reasons could be user error. The user opened it up in offline mode. Oh, that's quick. That's you know the simple. Close it out. Show them how to open it correctly. Boom. Issue resolved. The issue could also be is that. When you use Microsoft Outlook, you have to be connected to the Internet. Maybe the user is not connected to the Internet, and they didn't realize that until they had to access their emails. And now the issue with the Internet is deeper than just, you know, go to the computer, click this, click that to resolve the issue. Now, that's where you will create a ticket because you do your troubleshooting steps, which is, you know, okay, let's see that the, the user correctly launched the application. Okay, we exit out the application and me I'm gonna jump into your computer and I'm gonna log in and see okay I'm gonna show you how to open the application boom okay well that works correctly so now we know it's not that it's not user error boom next I go to okay I'm gonna check your connectivity hmm I noticed there's a red X you know um, red flag something's not right I go to look at your connectivity and I run through my troubleshooting steps within the access that I have and my access that I have is that you may not have access to look at the server that the user is on or look at the network to, to reboot it of that nature. And in that, in that instance, you will create a ticket. You let the user know, hey, um, and I'll see, I, I'm going to wrap it up as quick as I can because what I see, you can really just really dive down deep into it. But I'm going to finish it up. You create a ticket, let the user know, hey, I created a ticket, um, the technician, because now you're going to send it to level two which is a network technician, and the network technician specializes in network and internet and Wi-Fi. That's their job. That's all they eat, breathe, and study is networking. And so you send it to them, and you let the user know. And the majority of the time, the user is going to be perturbed because that is a huge work stoppage. If the user don't have internet, the user cannot do what they need to do. Now, there may be workarounds. For example, the user can access it on a different device. They can access it on the web browser from a different device. So you can provide them with temporary workarounds. And with workarounds, sometimes they're still not fully satisfied because there are certain, certain settings that they have preset on the device that they currently use, which the majority of the time is a laptop or whatever. So, yeah, so you let the user know. And you just also, well, I want people to know, too, customer service is really big in IT. Like, you have to have... You have to be understanding that a person's going to be upset that their device that they use for day-to-day to, to do their job is not working. They're not going to be happy about it. And you have to have tough skin. That is something that is desperately needed 
Let me not say desperately. You need to, I feel like that is a trait that you should strongly have because people are not going to be upset. People are not going to be happy, excuse me, when their device is not working. That's just the bottom line. It's just, this is how, this is how it goes. Um, you let the user know. Um, yeah, you let them know. And then you also provide user with updates. So you say, I'll get back to you X, Y, Z. And then you send a ticket in the ticket queue to that, to that queue. And then boom, that's how it works as far as kind of day to day. And then you just get calls back to back all day and create tickets. And if it was a password reset ticket, you'll still notate the ticket and you um, mark it as completed. Whew. I definitely just did a whole lot of talking. I love to help, especially if you're trying to get in the IT field. Please reach out to me, Cash Money Banks, with a Z on Instagram. Or you can email me, book Charday Rule. That is book, B O O K, Charday, C H A R D E R U L E, at gmail.com. Reach out to me, and I'll do everything in my power to help you share the knowledge, do one on ones. Any of that. If you're trying to get into IT field, I promise I got you. This week for the Artist Spotlight, we actually have an engineer, also a beat maker. Her name is Kiora Beats. You can find her on Instagram, K-E-O-R-A-B-E-A-T-Z. Also SoundCloud, K-E-O-R-A-B-E-A-T-Z. Check this out. I hope you enjoyed that snippet as much as I did. The full beat will be released in June. So remember, check out her page, K-E-O-R-A-B-E-A-T-Z on Instagram and SoundCloud. If you made it this far to the podcast, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast in its entirety. I appreciate your support. And mentioned in the show notes, like we are an up-and-coming podcast, so please bear with us as far as the quality the clicks, the keyboard sounds, the things in the background. I do apologize for that. This is the learning process. I'm learning as I go. I'm just going to keep it transparent and keep it G with you. Please rock with me. I appreciate it. Hope you guys have a great one. Always be safe and keep your head on a swivel.